MBA Show, the business podcast that gives you the lessons you need to stay on your business toes with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's episode, you will learn, do squeeze pages work? Squeeze pages and splash pages, and I'll explain the difference in today's lesson, have become a technique that many people have been using on their websites in today's business. In fact, it's been so effective, even President Obama has used squeeze pages. I'm going to explain to you what squeeze pages are, what splash pages are, why you would use them, and do they even work. So buckle up and get ready for today's lesson. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by Media Temple. Media Temple's grid service has been the web hosting choice of more designers, developers, and creative professionals than any other platform. That's because a single grid account can host anything from your portfolio site to 100 different client projects. And the grid is ready for anything. Hundreds of servers are working together to make sure your site stays online all the time, even if you suddenly hit the front page of Reddit. And as a special discount for $100 MBA listeners, use promo code MBA25 for 25% off web hosting. That's an incredible discount. Go to mediatemple.net and enter promo code MBA25. Again, that's mediatemple.net, promo code MBA25. Let me start by explaining the difference between a squeeze page and a splash page because there is a pretty big difference. Now, even if they serve the same purpose, there is a difference between a squeeze page and a splash page. I'm going to explain the difference before I move on and let you know, do they work? Why would you use a squeeze page or a splash page? A squeeze page is a page on your website. It's where your customers would go if you give them a certain link. A lot of people use their homepage or a homepage of a product they are selling. Now, on a squeeze page or a splash page for that matter, the whole purpose is to collect the visitor's email. In fact, that's all you can do on a squeeze page is enter your email and hit the submit button. There is no header navigation. There's no way to check out anything else on the site. In fact, there's no way to buy anything. And the sole reason for the squeeze page is to capitalize on the visitor and get them to submit their email address so they can build a relationship with them on email marketing. Example of a squeeze page would be a page that is offering something of value in exchange for an email, something like get my free ebook on how to clean your three-bedroom house in under an hour. And the visitor to that website would just put in their email, hit submit so they can get that guide. Now, you might be asking, why would somebody do this? Why would somebody not give everybody access to their full site, to their blog posts, to the actual product they're selling? I'm going to get into that in a moment. So what is a splash page? The difference between a splash page and a squeeze page is that a splash page allows you to navigate away from that opt-in. So in the corner or somewhere discreet, there would be a link that says, take me to the website or an X in the corner where you can X out. And if you click that link or click the X, you have access to the blog and access to, you know, check out their products and services and the homepage. It's almost like an extra layer on top of the regular website. So when somebody visits a website for the first time, they hit that splash page. And often in these splash pages, you can customize how often that splash page shows up. So maybe once a month, you know, and what it does, it places a cookie on that actual IP address. So they know that this person has been here already, so I shouldn't show the splash page. So the difference is the splash page is a little bit less aggressive. There's something else to do other than just entering your email address for the free opt-in. 
but it does kind of give them a limited option. It kind of makes them focus on that offer. And it's a good compromise between not having no other option than just to enter your email address. Okay, so why would you do this? Why would somebody put these pages on their website? The thing is that through testing, through research, a lot of people have found that it's a great way to build their email list. That when you give people too many options, they don't choose at all. They get overwhelmed and they leave or they say, I'll be back later. I'll check out this website later. But when you offer a squeeze page or a splash page, a lot of people just say, hey, oh, this is a good place to start. Let me download this guide first. And you capitalize on that visitor. Now, if you have a squeeze page where there's no other option, that means they really can't check anything out. I personally don't recommend having only a squeeze page on your main website. Having a squeeze page on a product site, maybe one of the products that you have in your business, that's cool because you might find it's easier to convert a visitor into a customer after you've built a relationship with them through email by giving them great articles and you know great value. But if there's no way for people to find out more about you through your content, through your blog posts, through the products and services you do, through a sales page, through a video, to me, that doesn't really make sense. You should have a website, a main website, that gives a plethora of information about why you should be trusted. Now, a good alternative is a splash page. And I like the idea of a splash page, and we're probably gonna test a splash page out in the near future for the $100 MBA website. I like it because it allows people to check out your information, but at the same time, you give them an offer, a free offer upfront to say, hey, I wanna get to know you. Here's a great gift. You're gonna love this. This is gonna help you out. And if they're not interested, they can move on. So it kind of meets the need of creating a way to collect email addresses so you could build relationships, but at the same time, it's not as aggressive and allows you to display all your information through your blog, through your about page, through your contact page, through your sales page, when they navigate through to your website and they say, I would like to continue to the website. So do these squeeze pages, these splash pages work? They definitely do. Even the squeeze page, the aggressive squeeze page does work even though I personally don't recommend it. It generates results. Splash pages do too. And I've done splash pages on different websites of ours and I've done splash pages when I'm doing pre-launches for products and they work great. It allows people to focus on one call of action. They get to the site, they get one piece of information to absorb, one call of action. I want you to sign up for this thing that's free. It's gonna help you out, check it out. And I've seen it convert very well. In fact, I've run the numbers on one of the squeeze pages we created for a pre-launch product when it had nothing else to show because it's a pre-launch product. So we use the squeeze page. We got 25% conversion. That's super high. That means one of every four person that visited that page in a certain period of time actually signed up for that opt-in. Now, a lot has to do with your sales copy, if you have a sales video on there, and what you're actually offering in exchange for their email, if it's something of value. But it does work. But again, I highly recommend using a splash page on your main site where your people find out about you. And for standalone products that are still in development and you don't have much content like blog posts or podcast episodes or whatever, squeeze pages might be the way to go. Guys, I got more on today's topic. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Edible Arrangements. You're results driven. You're ambitious. You've established yourself professionally. And now you're looking for more. Take the next steps in your entrepreneurial journey with Edible Arrangements. The brand that revolutionized gifting with handcrafted fruit arrangements and gourmet chocolate-covered fruit now also offers delicious everyday treats like smoothies, fruit salads, and parfaits. As an Edible Arrangements franchisee, you get access to an established brand with 16 years of growth 
over 80% brand recognition, and 1,200 locations worldwide. You'll benefit from the know-how, support, and millions of visitors to the Edible Arrangements e-commerce platform. Discover why Entrepreneur Magazine named Edible Arrangements a top franchise and among their best of the best for 2015. Start your journey to sweet success as an Edible Arrangements franchise owner. Call 1-888-727-4258 or go to edible.com. That's 1-888-727-4258 or edible.com. Guys, you hear this from me a lot on the show because it's so true. Whether it comes to squeeze pages, splash pages, your prices, your products, the best way to find out in real life if something's going to work is to try it. Business is basically a set of experiments. You're just experimenting what will work for your audience. And it's okay to try something out. If it doesn't work, you can always change and pivot. So if you're thinking about using a squeeze or splash page, try it out. It's going to take you a few hours to create. A tool that we recommend that you can use for a splash page is SumoMe's Mat. It's a great application, part of the SumoMe apps. You can go to sumome.com and check that out. I've tried that myself. I really, really like it. And I love what Noah Kagan and his team does over there at AppSumo. So whatever you're doing in your business, just give it a shot. Experiment. Give it some time. Analyze the results and see how you can move forward. Make a decision. Will you continue to do that or will you tweak it or will you just tear it down and start all over again? It's okay. It's just one small aspect of business. And again, a splash page or a squeeze page doesn't make or break your business. At the end of the day, how you serve your audience is what counts. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you enjoyed it. Guys, if you have two minutes at the end of the show, drop us an iTunes rating and review. Let us know what you think. If you're on your iPhone, just click on the cover art. You'll see a link that says give us a rating and review or go to 100mba.net slash show for detailed instructions. Here's a great review from Keith Leslie. Keith says, love this guy. Five stars. Thanks, Keith. Love you too, man. Keith says, anything I can get through in a few minutes and use in the same day gets five stars in my book. Thanks, Keith, for the awesome review. We love your support and we love all of you for listening to The $100 MBA Show, subscribing to The $100 MBA Show, and leaving us iTunes ratings and reviews. We really do appreciate your support. We do this for you guys. We keep pumping out new, useful, valuable lessons because we want to make sure that we're always there for you. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. You got to be careful when it comes to constantly tweaking things on your website. One of the mistakes a lot of new entrepreneurs do is they spend too much time fiddling on their website. They think that every little color and every little button and every little line of copy is going to make or break their business. It's not. It's good to revisit your website, revisit the different things you've created, whether that's a splash page, a squeeze page, an offer, an opt-in. Every so often, go back and take a look at your copy. You know, maybe every month, two months, three months, take a look and see if you can make a change, make a refresh. But if you're spending, you know, a lot of time every week tweaking and changing things because you're worried you're not looking pro enough or it's not, you know, what it needs to be, then you're just focusing on the wrong thing. People are not buying your website. They're buying what you offer. So make sure you focus on what you're offering and don't get distracted by the details. All right, guys, I hope that helps, and I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then, guys. Take care.